In this episode, we hear the horror stories from Laverne and Catherine with a K. Horror stories. I'm just kidding. Being raised Mormon, (laughs) that's horrible enough as it is. And the guilt and shame put on them and also sexuality questioning. Yeah, that's -hmm. that's very true. Mm -hmm. We got all that. Want to check it out? Want to hear? Oh, I do. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I'll be right back. We are supported by apostate coffee, a damn good cup of joe. I would like to bear my testimony that you will love this blend with every fiber of your being. Uh, you mean bean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Les Bean medium dark variety roasted in small batches to ensure freshness, zero bitterness, and balanced acidity. With the sacred, not secret combo of caramel and cocoa, very fancy. Mm-hmm. This coffee will nourish and strengthen your body. Nice. So stop drinking subpar coffee. Give the Lesbian Blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. That's apostatecoffee.com. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 30 of LDL Letters. The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail. This is episode 30? Podcast. Yep. Wow. 30 letters. 30 people whose stories we've shared. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes more if we get more than one. Oh, that's true. That's true. Reminder, our patrons get top priority in the letter readings. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is true. Mm Mm-hmm. Good point, Jelly. All good points you are making. Thank you. So there's a situation here. <laughs> oh, we this, got a situation. Yeah. This person whose letter I'm about to read, she does not want us to use her real name. However, her real name, there's like 60,000 of them in the world. So should I just use the real first name? No, respect her wishes. Okay, well, what should we call her? Uh, give me a first initial. L. Well, I'm going to hearken back to TV days of yore, and mm-hmm. we're going to call her Laverne. Laverne, Yeah, that good big one. L is uh, on her sweater. Yeah, so here's the thing. If you write in and you want us to change your name, but you don't give us a name to change it to... We're going to just do it. So. Yeah, it might be something like Laverne. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Laverne writes. Okay, let's hear it. Hey, y'all. Hey, Laverne. Hi, Laverne. I've been listening to the podcast for a while and was hoping I could get some things off my chest. Okay. You don't need to read my letter on the podcast or anything. Too late. Too late, Laverne. (laughs) If you do, though, please don't say my name. Okay. Okay, Laverne, we won't. (laughs) I guess I'm just looking for an outlet. There's a lot I want to say, but I don't want this to be too long, so I'll try to just stick to the main points. You know what? You just say whatever's on your chest. Whatever you want. I love, by the way, that we are used as an outlet for people. Yeah, use I like us up. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Use us up. Mm-hmm. Use us. Don't abuse us. I mean, whatever. <laughs> That's a new Patreon. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I was born and raised Mormon. That's a mm. win for Satan. <laughs> and went inactive when I was about 16 after my stepmother passed away unexpectedly. Wow. Well, you know what? It's good to get out early, I think. Sure. I mean, my opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm. I was expected by all my Mormon family to take care of my two younger siblings. Since I was the oldest female in the house, they thought that raising the babies should naturally be left up to me. Fun. Mm-hmm. I was 100% not prepared for that shit. It was so fucking hard. Once I broke down and told my young women's leader that it was too much for me and that I was drowning in my responsibilities, mm. she immediately set up a meeting with my bishop where he told me that I was feeling this way because I wasn't doing enough to help out at home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is bullshit. I was taking care of the kids God. 100% of the time, even though I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Wow. I, this is me now talking, I hate that idea and that teaching of 
you aren't doing enough. Mm -hmm. The reason you feel overwhelmed is because you're not doing enough. Yeah, that doesn't make any kind of sense. I was told that. And again, I'm not ripping on my ex-husband because he was raised to believe this as well, Mm -hmm. which is why this was the counsel he would give me. When I would tell him I was overwhelmed with the kids and that I was um, starting to become resentful of my life because it was just too much, Mm -hmm. his response was, well, if you would spend more time with the kids and do more things for them, then you would love them more and you would be happy. I don't understand that logic. It's not logical. If you're feeling like you're drowning and you're overwhelmed, you're supposed to take on more? Yeah, do more. Huh. Lose yourself in service. That's what I was told. Right, lose yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. I did. Lost Mm -hmm. myself completely and still didn't love it and wasn't happy and did not feel That's because you came dead last. That doesn't work that way. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Remember, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before assisting others. And this poor kid, Laverne is being told these things at age 16. Mm-hmm. You need to do more. Right. You're not doing enough. Do more and you'll be happy. Yeah, she's a 16-year-old expected to raise her yeah. siblings. Ooh, That's there's insane. More. Bishop also said, if I helped more and prayed more, it oh, would yeah. be easier. And when I got to the celestial kingdom, my mom would be proud of me. God, oh, God. Talk about guilt and manipulation. Wow. Yeah, it's like your dead mom will be proud of you, so do this for her. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Like you might think you're overwhelmed, but you're actually not. You need to do more. Mm-mm. And the more you do, the more your dead mother will feel proud of you. Yeah. I always like to live my life for others, especially the ones that aren't even here. Mm-hmm. That seems like a really brings happiness. good use of time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Good point. During this time, not one person thought to put me in therapy or help me through my grief. Wow. I wasn't even allowed to grieve. I had to just step up to the role of mom. Oh, my God. But the pressure of caring for a three- and four-year-old with severe behavioral disorders while attending high school and trying to live up to all of the other bullshit standards of the church was just too much. Oh, my God. Yeah. The age of children that's three and four. Mm Mm-hmm. Those ages suck. Yeah. (laughs) They suck ass. Mm -hmm. They're difficult. They can't do anything for themselves. And for a 16-year-old to have to take care of them, and she says they had severe behavioral disorders. Jesus. I know. And as a 16-year-old trying to do all that. And you're like, you have to do it to make your mom proud. Yeah. Your dead mom. Right. Stepmom. So kiss your childhood goodbye. you got to now step up into this parenting role. That is bullshit. It sucks. Then she says, I stopped going to church and started having sex and drinking alcohol and coffee. Whoa, 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 whoa. You started drinking coffee? Shame. (laughs) Double juice. Mm -hmm. I always felt like a huge disappointment to everyone, but especially toward my dead stepmother. Oh, wow. I always thought, I hope she's not watching so she doesn't know how horrible I am. The shame and guilt drove a huge wedge between me and my family. I hated myself. Oh, man. Fucking Mormon church. Uh, Seriously, I bet people right now are listening and going like, oh my gosh, same. Same here. It's going to be okay, and and I've been there. People oh, yeah, right now yeah, are, yeah. Are it's healing yeah. to get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. I just hate that the church does that. Oh, I my know. God. There's more. Okay. I moved out when I was 18, and it took me a while to figure out my life. I had no idea that I had PTSD and anxiety from my childhood. Mm. Oh, hell yeah, you yeah. did. Who wouldn't? Like, yeah, it would be impossible to not. Mm-hmm. For sure. I struggled to finish my schooling and get a job. I felt like I always needed to be in a relationship to be happy, so I bounced around from man to man and city to city until I got pregnant with my first kid and decided to settle down. A few years later, I married a great guy who has never been Mormon, and we had another kid. 
I started a business and have been pretty successful, and it wasn't until about a year ago that I read the CES letter and realized that it's all fucking fake. Mm, Yeah. You know, we need to read some excerpts from the CES letter. Mm -hmm. We should put that on the list. I'm so curious about it. Add it to the list, baby. Add it to the list. All those long nights I laid awake praying for help with my sisters— All those priesthood blessings, in quotation, Mm -hmm. telling me I needed to endure to the end. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that. It was all a pile of bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it it was. Starting to think it's all fake, kids. Mm -hmm. I've had to take a huge step back and realize the struggles I've had all stemmed from being raised in a cult. Mm. I feel you. I hear you. If I look back over my life, yep, my fucked up issues stem from being raised in a cult. For sure. I'm now able to recognize that the pressure put on me when I was younger was not healthy. Right. (laughs) Nope. I was a child expected to raise children. I have finally been able to let go of the mentality that I disappointed my stepmom. Good. Yes, good. Lately, I like to think of her as part of my club that knows the truth about the Mormon church. Mm. I've also realized... Good way to look at it. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I've also realized in the last few months that I'm pretty sure I'm gay. (laughs) Bring another soul to the dark side. Maybe the L stands for lesbian. Oh, should we do a name change? (laughs) Laverne. Your new name is lesbian. (laughs) Your new, new name. Uh (laughs) Okay. I have no idea how to handle that. I'm scared because I love my family and I don't want to break us up, but I know I can't ever really be happy like this. Yeah. I know eventually I'll have to come out. I just don't know how or when. Mm. I know my husband will be devastated. Wow. I guess there's never really a right time to tell your husband you're actually a lesbian, but it feels nice to actually just type it out and acknowledge it outwardly in a small way. There you go. You can tell us. Yeah, tell us you're a lesbian. We'll keep your secret. Yeah, as we (laughs) tell the world. This is Laverne. Right. Right. Laverne is a lesbian. Laverne is a lesbian. She's not telling her husband yet. Okay. But on a on a serious note, Laverne, that is a shitty position to mm-hmm. be in. I know you don't want to hurt your husband. I know you don't want to hurt your kids. I know that you are stuck with do I put my happiness first? Yeah. The and- answer is Yes. Yeah, but the Mormon church has never taught you to do that. No. You've Mm -hmm. never heard that lesson in your entire life, so it's difficult to now adopt that as a full-grown adult. Yeah, your Mormon instinct tells you to hush-hush. And live for everybody else. Live for everybody else, take care of the kids, fulfill your husband's needs, and you'll be rewarded in the afterlife for being faithful. And here's some food for thought. Is it better to live an inauthentic version of yourself for the sake of what you think is good for everybody else? Or is it better for your kids and ultimately your husband if you are authentic with them? That's a good point. I am sure that if I went to my ex-husband today and said, Brent, would you rather that I just kept faking it and just kept trying but faking? He would say no. It seems like it because you were kind of a shell of yourself. Yeah. You weren't like the real you. Sure. And you can fake it all you want, but that does damage. Oh, it, yeah. I got to the point People where, yeah, I was so miserable and I didn't quite recognize where it was coming from mm-hmm. that I got to be very short-tempered with mm-hmm. him because I was having to do things that didn't feel natural to mm-hmm. me that, that I felt at that point were going against who I was, even though I hadn't actually processed it that way. Right. But yeah, I had zero patience for mm-hmm. him. You know, he would come home from work and want to give me a kiss and I would be pissed about it. <laughs> and he didn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. He didn't know what was going on, but right. there was nothing that I could give him as far as love and affection 
that was sincere. Yeah. And interestingly enough, now that I have been honest and the marriage has ended and, and we are on a friendly level, I can give him my version of love and affection without resentment. I can go see him and hug him, mm-hmm. right? And it's not like, oh, he wants something. Hopefully or, it's not the same level of affection that he once got. No, of course not. (laughs) That would be weird. Right. No sister wives here. No, no, not interested. Um, But I can have him in my life and not be resentful of having to have him in my life. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like, I I don't have to give him anything that I don't want, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, which makes it easier to have a relationship with him and to be happy as co-parents raising children. So, Laverne, think about that. What is most fair for your husband as well? Yeah, because he could potentially move on and find someone who is on the same level as him. Yeah. Equally wanting to give to him what he wants to give to somebody. Absolutely. And along those lines, what's more fair for your children? If your children were adults at this point and you asked them, what should mommy do? Yeah, you might get a different answer as adults than For sure, for sure. But I can't imagine any of my kids at this point saying, you know, you probably should have just stayed with dad and been really sad and miserable and like a shell. No, they, they want happiness. Kids want their parents to be happy. They might not realize it when they're younger, but when they're adults, yeah. They might get through like a selfish teenager stage, for instance. But no, later, never. None of mine <laughs> later, are going through that. Yeah, they might right. say that. But, you know, again— It's a complicated it issue. It is, and there's no right time for it. I'm just giving you my experience mm-hmm. and the things that we've heard from having people write in and, and whatnot. But it's not an easy position. I'm not like, this is easy. Just do it. Not at all. It was very difficult for me. I will say that I have never come out to a husband or children. (laughs) Oh, right. I I never had those. Never had those. (laughs) Never had those. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, a few more sentences. Laverne says, Anyway, I appreciate the raw emotion and authenticity you put into the podcast. Oh, thank you. When I hear the way you talk to each other, I daydream about finding someone to love in that same way. Aw. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It gives me a little hope that even though it's really fucking hard right now, I could possibly have that one day. So thank you. Of course you can, and you deserve Absolutely. it. Yes. Yes, you deserve to be authentically happy. You sure as shit do. And we wish you all the best. Speaking of shit, she finishes up by saying, also, sorry I said bullshit so many times. <laughs> I basically just think the whole church is bullshit. Couldn't agree more, more. Laverne. <laughs> so we got that. And then one minute later, we got another email from Laverne. And she said, I forgot to put two things in my previous email. Okay. Number one, I'm a patron. Nice. And at my tier, it says I can have whatever I want. Whoa. My only request is that if y'all ever find yourself in buttfuck nowhere, Wyoming... Look me up so we can grab a drink. All right. You got it. And number two, Laverne says, Philip is my spirit animal. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Is he a Patronus? Oh, no, you know what? We don't want to reference J.K. Rowling anymore. She's not our friend. Mm -mm. She is no longer a friend. So there you have it. There you have it. Laverne, thank you so much for writing in. If we are ever in buttfuck Wyoming, Wyoming, we will for sure grab a drink. Yeah. Yeah, we might need to be a little more specific on the location, though. Well, I can just do a Google search for <laughs> Laverne in Buttfuck, Wyoming. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come right up. Laverne will come right up. Okay. She probably lives on Asshat Street. <laughs> Laverne on 666 Asshat Jeez. Street in Buttfuck, Wyoming. It's sort of an aggressive address. One, two, three, four, five. But I five. like it. I know. <laughs> okay. Look turned on right now. Not gonna oh, lie. I'm interesting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, you never know with this one. <gasps> Ooh. She put her phone number. Should we call her and put her on the air? <laughs> it's not live, but we could. That's funny. I, I might want to ask permission first before we start doing live <laughs> That's phone probably calls. a yeah. good idea. Okay. 
Okay, well, thanks so much for your letter. Uh, Shelly, let's take a little break and get to one more letter when we come back. Let's do it. All right. Be right back. Okay. We are supported by new dating app. Hey, listeners, raise your hand if you think dating after Mormonism is difficult. Probably 95% of our listeners are raising their hands right now. <laughs> you know, it's hard meeting someone and having to explain your whole wacky Mormon upbringing. Oh, we went through this. And since your faith transition, you've probably been kicked out of the singles ward. So now what? Oh, that is challenging. Mm -hmm. Check out New. It's an ex-Mormon dating app available for download on both Android and iPhone. Are you ready to find post-Mormon love with someone who understands your story? I know I am. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, too late. (laughs) (laughs) Visit newdating.app and learn more. That's newdating.app. We're back. Hi. Hi. Our second letter today is from a listener named Catherine. Catherine with a K. Catherine with a K and a Y. Oh. It's very specific. Huh. Yeah. Just as a little point of reference, my middle name is Catherine, and it's also with a K, but it's E-R-I-N-E. Hmm. No Y. So there you go. Well, then this isn't you. This is a This is not Catherine. me. Okay, I did good. not write this letter. maybe you're sneaking some shit in. I'm like, whoa, whoa, Mary, <laughs> we have a backlog of letters. We don't need mm-hmm. to hear shit from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding, baby. Very um, aggressive today. Mm. Okay. Catherine says, I recently started listening to your podcast as a recommendation from a friend. Thank Go you, friend. friend. What's the friend's name? She doesn't say. It's Katie with a C. Okay. I just made that up. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your show, you get to do whatever the fuck you want, sure Shelly. do. All right. The friend said that Catherine's life is very similar to uh, yours, I guess, Shelly. Hmm. I decided to start listening one day on my way to work and ended up pulling over and crying. Aww, oh, sweetie. I'm the second old of six kids raised in the church. I'm guessing Oof. she means Mormon church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents were told they couldn't have children, so they adopted five out of their six kids. We are all within seven years of each other. Oh, my God. Wow. I grew up in a toxic, conservative Mormon upbringing with so much emotional and psychological abuse brought on by my adoptive father, who will only ever admit that he was a little too harsh. So not abusive, Mm -mm, just just a bit Just a little too harsh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now 20 years old and have been out of the church for about a year and a half, but have only recently told her family, she says. Mm. Well, that's a big thing to talk about when you're in a TBM family. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you necessarily admit easily. The other thing to admit, she says, I'm also a member of the LGBT community and have only come out to my mom and three of my siblings. There you have it. That's another process. Mm -hmm. Your podcast has brought me a lot of strength and hope that I have a support system, even if they aren't my family. That's right. For sure. Pick your own family. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, she said that she'd started it. This was before the holidays, but she said she started the podcast about a week ago and already I'm on episode 26. She says it's my everything all the time listen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All the time. 24-7. You just keep on listening. It's a little stalkerish, but I like it. So thank you. I hope you all the best, and I can't wait to catch up. I'm assuming she is at this point. Possibly. She better be. did all that in a week. Catherine with a K, if you're listening, are you (laughs) caught up yet? Yep. She also left a note uh, about Thanksgiving, how terrible it was with her family. She said, I actually left even before dinner was finished being cooked. Your podcast truly helped me find the courage to leave. Whoa. Yeah. 
She said she and her dad got into a fight so bad that she left for a walk around the neighborhood in like 20 degree weather. And after about 20 minutes, Catherine says she decided to go back inside and tell him I'm driving the 45 minutes back to where I live. Uh, He didn't believe me. So I walked outside and my brother and his wife, they're the peacemakers, were saying goodbye and apologized. Why was the brother apologizing? Peacemakers. Or the brother and the wife. Yeah, they just want everything to be okay. Sorry, so. dad sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's not their fault. I know. You know what it is? It's like these narcissistic heads of the household mm-hmm. expect everyone to revolve around them, mm-hmm. you know? And so then, yeah, you find yourself just going around and yeah. making sure everyone's okay, like picking up the pieces, apologizing for everybody. Got to keep everything okay for this weirdo asshole over here who's yep. flying off the handle all the time. Yep. It's crazy. They came out and apologized. And when I left, my brother called out my father for a lot of his abusive parenting on not just her, but some of her siblings. This was before Christmas. She said she wasn't looking forward to it. But as a follow-up, she said it was actually a lot better. So her Christmas with her family was a lot better. It sucks that you have to keep going back to this abuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, Thanksgiving was shitty. A month later, I'm expected to go back and uh, play nice again. Yeah, even though no one's apologized except for the brother who wasn't his fault in the first place. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so she says it was like they pretended Thanksgiving didn't even happen. Whatever drama was happening at Thanksgiving, they had to pretend it So basically, what that tells me is that maybe your dad was on better behavior at Christmas time, but he's probably going to be a dick again because I feel like until someone apologizes and means it, yeah. They have no reason to change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She says they're trying hard. She asked for her birth certificate. I guess she needed it. She's now 21 years old. And so they also snuck in a copy of her patriarchal blessing. Dear God. That she had received at the age of 15. <laughs> Maybe if you read this, the spirit will touch We're your heart. We're just going to sneak this in. Yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> she will inspire you. Funny thing is, I would have done the same dumb shit. Do you think God... If no. he exists, wants people to go around sneakily slipping them, like, you know, patriarchal blessings and no. stuff. Yeah, that kind of reminded me at Christmas time, I was at my mom's, mm-hmm. and she in the kitchen is like sneakily witnessing to my nephew oh, out of right. earshot. So no one else could hear. I called her out on it. Good. First of all, my nephew is 25 years old. Yeah. He's a grown man. She doesn't need to still be trying to preach at this kid, you know? Nobody wants to hear it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I called her out on it, and we got into a little fight. But, oh, my God, I hate that sneaky shit. Yeah, what is it with typical religious people? They think that there are no boundaries when it comes to spreading the good word of Christ, you know? It's like, well, I don't care if this is damaging to this person, or I don't care if this person has specifically asked me not to do this. My higher calling is to spread Jesus' word. Even if it has to be sneaky and, uh, and below like, board. Yeah, like when my dad was trying to sneak a fucking Pioneer video to show my mm-hmm. kids, calling it family home movies. Yes, which is a blatant lie. Blatant. That's not your family. Yeah, I stopped that shit. Yeah. And then he was mad at me for disrespecting my Scottish heritage. Uh-huh. It's the same way how these missionaries in Russia got arrested because you're not allowed to proselytize in Russia, but they feel like, well, this is God's word. We're going to risk this. Mm-hmm. And they got fucking arrested. Like, what makes you think that you are above everything because you think you're speaking for God? Yeah, and does God really want you to put yourself in harm's way? No, just like that Christian dude who tried to go to that island mm-hmm. um, where it's just like natives. It's, no one else has been there. Yeah. Um, a, it was at a risk to these natives because it could have brought them any kind of disease. Well, that's true. But B, they killed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they shot him with an arrow. 
and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> That'll show you. That'll show you. For disrespecting our principles yeah. or laws or whatever. Right. For sure. Oh, you asked her uh, in a back and forth conversation about sharing her patriarchal blessing. She <laughs> said, I'm thinking I'm going to do a little drinking once I finally gather myself to read it. Yeah. And once I do, it's all yours. That would be fun to read some patriarchal blessings on yes. our program. Yes. I would actually really enjoy that. If anyone wants to send theirs in, <laughs> we will change your name to Laverne or Catherine with a K or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, we will read it. Maybe we'll drunk read. I think Catherine with a K is actually her That's name. That's true. <laughs> you didn't make that one up. But we will change your name to that if you want. Sure. Do whatever we want. It's we- our podcast. <laughs> Do whatever we want. Or you let us know. That's true. That works too. You choose your own new mm-hmm. name. How about that? Well, thank you to both Laverne and Catherine for writing in today. We appreciate that. Yes, thank you. If you would like to send us a letter, we hope you do. Contact us at latterdaylesbian.org slash, well, contact, actually. Mm. That's how you get in touch with us. For sure. It'll get to us, for sure. Okay, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you again real, real soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.